Has it been a week for you too? It's been a week for us. Yeah. I don't know how it's been for the band you too, but yeah. for us. <laughs> okay, that's random. But do you remember when you two put their album on everybody's iPhones without asking and people got so pissed off? Yeah, how did that happen? Like, did they just tell Apple Music to be like, hey, just give it away for free? And then they just did it? Like, no, how, like, what? that's 100% what happened. They were like, give this to everybody for free. But it would have been great if it was like, <clears throat> oh, here, you can download it for free. But they just put it on yeah, everything. Yeah, like, it, it downloaded. And there was, like, a week. Wasn't there, like, a, a period of time where you couldn't uh, delete it? Like, it was required yeah, to yeah. be on your phone for some reason? Like, it was, <laughs> like, it was required for some reason. Didn't make any sense to me. But in the meantime, welcome to season two, episode 54. <laughs> we, why are you laughing at me? Huh? I just can't believe we've been doing this this long. Like, it's, I know. it's so cool. No, we, we're I don't making last something. This long. Oh my God. What? We've just, we, we're, <laughs> we're making something, and I think that's really cool. <laughs> and it has been mostly fun. Uh, it's, what? Okay. There were, it was, okay. There were some times where it was not very fun. Now, like, what? When? I like, was going to make a joke about it, but now you're being serious. Like, the yeah. audience doesn't know. There were times where we got into arguments while trying to record, and we had to completely restart. Like, we've had audio issues. We've had internet issues. Like, that's we've had just, so many things to overcome. That's just the adventure of, of being the the podcast. That's just it. Well, adventure. Well, welcome back to Mindless Prattle. We hope you are doing well. I'm We're, Jordan. Okay. And that's Ripley. I'm Ripley. I said that already. I know, but I like to introduce myself. Well, aren't you a strong, independent woman? Who has to ask her man how to reset the Wi-Fi router. <laughs> and most everything else. Like, yeah. The TV's not working. I'm like, is it plugged in? And you're like, yeah, it's, of course it's plugged in. And I'm like, is it on? And you're like, oh, no, there was a box in the way. All right, well, how <laughs> about you move the box? I'm so intelligent. <laughs> and then some things happen. It's like my brain stops working. And I'm like, Jordan. I also apologize ahead of time. Uh, apparently, I got too close to a cat or something, and now my allergies are just kicking my butt. So that's cool. I'm ready for another cat. Yeah, and we didn't ask. We could um, find a hairless one for you. Oh, thank goodness. I wanted a large rat. <laughs> that's, that was my dream. I was like, you know what's missing from my life? A cat and a large rat for them to chase each other. And then you could be like, oh, oh who's going to win? The rat or the cat? I just think she would love a, a friend a and rat. both. Yeah, a rat cat. Rat cat. That's My cat when I was a kid was named Rat. I know. It was a terrible cat. He was a stray that we took in and he never quite adapted. You notice adapted. how you didn't say no, you just started describing okay, it. Okay, that cat was an asshole and that's no, the exactly. whole reason when All we right. adopted Chipmunk, I was like, wow, she's so sweet and nice and cuddly, like what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. She doesn't, exactly she never, she literally never claws at me unless it's an accident. Like ever. Like she never purposely thrashes oh, me. Oh no, she don't claw at me because last time she did that, I clawed at her and she was not happy. She did scratch the fuck out of me earlier. So I was, I went to pick her up and I had something else in my hand that was jingling a little bit. The thing in my hand scared the fuck out of her. So she just scratched the hell out of me. And then she comes over to me and she's like, meow, meow. I'm like, no, bitch. I'm not cuddling with you now. You just fucking hurt me. Like, You can tell Ripley's been drinking because she is uh, cursing a lot more than usual. You didn't have to point it out. Oh, I'm sorry. Forget what I just said. <laughs> uh, you can tell Ripley's a loving human being. I am a because, loving human being. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, uh, just as a, 
This is a heads up, as you have probably seen already from the length of this uh, episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter because we are a little short on time today. Uh, we've got we some, apologize. We could have planned better. We've got some other stuff going on. Uh, we, like I said, we've been working all throughout the weekend, and it's just been just been a real fun time for uh, for us. You know but, how it goes, comrade. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what happened. Oh, so we. Uh, I went to lunch with my coworkers today, right? Mm-hmm. And what happened? And we went to, I don't know if you've been there. We, I think we've been there once. We went to uh, Southside Barbecue. Do you remember that place? Sounds familiar. Southside. Okay. Anyway, we went to Southside. And um, so I ordered first. I grabbed food. Walked <laughs> off. Yeah. Which, all right. Let me back up. So I, I know I'm far into the story, but let me back up. I go up there, and the way it works is you order uh like meat by the half pound or you can order sandwiches and they have half pound sandwiches and quarter pound sandwiches Mm -hmm. right so i was like you know what i want to try their turkey and i want to try their sausage so i was like let me get quarter pound turkey sandwich and a half pound of sausage too easy no big deal that's what i ordered the guy's like all right you got it so he turns around goes over to a guy and he goes i need a toasted bun all the fixings and i was like whoa what does that mean <laughs> like we 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 in diner talk land now we just using some secret code that the customers aren't allowed to know about and then he turned around and he pulled out this sausage link bam throws it down and i was like dang that is a long sausage you better cut that and he puts it on the little scale and he goes yep half pound and i was like what that's a half pound and he goes do you want me to slice it and i was like uh i was like you know what? Just cut it in half and uh, and I'll throw it on some bread. And he goes, well, no, it's already a half. And I was like, no, no, no cut it in half. And he's like, no, it is a half. And it's a half pound. And I was like, he's like, we can't sell it by the quarter pounds. And I was like, no, no, no. I want the full thing. Just cut it in half. And he goes, oh, you want the half pound in half. And I was like, is that how, <laughs> is that the verbiage we're using now? I, I, my half bad. Pound half. I was like, I, I'm sorry, sir. I, I didn't know. I didn't know we were speaking like riddles here at the meat counter so he's like all right yeah we got you i'm like okay good so he puts that on the plate right he turns around he grabs the bun so now he's got the bun some pickles a little onion on there Mm. sausage on the side and now i'm like perfect he's gonna grab the turkey and slice it up put it on the sandwich will be good right and so he's like do you like lean or moist brisket and i was like for what and he goes I was like, I, at first I was like, is he just asking my opinion? And then I was like, no, no. He thinks I said brisket at some point. I said, I said, are you talking about the sandwich? He goes, yeah. And I said, uh, no, I want the turkey on the sandwich. He goes, oh, I thought you said brisket. And I'm like, those don't even remotely sound no, the same. No, they do not. <laughs> I was like, I, I, so I went, no, no, uh, uh, turkey, turkey for me. He goes, oh, okay. He goes, we only got one type of turkey. And I was like, that's good. It'd be weird if you had like a moist turkey and a dry turkey. Like, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. pick which one you want. The dry turkey costs less. <laughs> yeah. And so he starts slicing it up. And I'm like, man, that's a, that's a good amount of turkey. Right. And then he puts it on the plate. I go over. The lady's like, do you want any sides or drinks with it? And I was like, I was like, no, I already got, you know, three quarters of a pound. You know, I got the half pound of sausage. I got the quarter pound of turkey. I'm I'm good. So I was like, no, I'm I'm good. Just a drink for me. And she goes, okay. So she gives me a cup. She like totals it up right. And it was like 20 bucks. I'm like, all right, 20 bucks. Sure. Here you go. And I'm walking off and I'm like, how did it come out to 20 bucks? Because their their quarter pounds turkey sandwich was like 
seven bucks and the half pound of sausage was seven fifty. And I'm like, there's no way. Even with tax, I'd be like, yeah. And I was like, there's there's no way that their drink was like six dollars. I'm like, let me. I was like, let me look. So I looked at the receipt. Oh, they gave me a half pound of turkey on the sandwich. (laughs) So now I have a half pound of turkey and a half pound of sausage. And I was like, and I was with a bunch of my coworkers, and I was like, well, I can't, I can't bitch out now. (laughs) You're like, they're watching. So I ate the whole pound of meat. With the drink, with the side, with the bun, with it. I was like, can't bitch out. out. Ate the whole thing. Felt not great. I bet. That sounds awful. <laughs> Tasted amazing. All right. If you go to Southside, their turkey is amazing. Uh, but I, I, but then I sat down. Like, I was the first to order. So I sat down and I started, you know, just uh, I was waiting a little bit for my coworkers to get there. One of them comes over and he sits down. And he goes, "Man, this whole restaurant. This is the this is the seat you choose." And I was like, "Yeah, why? What's wrong with it?" He's like, "Man, I don't know if I would have chosen to sit here. This is terrible." And I said, "Well, the good news is you can sit your ass outside. I know it's thirty degrees, so have fun." <laughs> and he goes, "Nah, I'm just messing with you." I'm like, "All right, whatever." Second coworker comes over. He goes, "Hey, who chose this seat?" <laughs> <laughs> and coworker number one, he goes, "Oh, he did." And Corey too, he goes, oh, who chose this seat? It's so close to the entrance. This is a this is terrible. He started, he said, this is a terrible seat. And then he started laughing. And I was like, man, you motherfuckers just put each other up to this on the way over here. He goes, yeah. And I was like, no, fuck you guys. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't have anything like that, but I did. So, you know, I had to get my car repaired. And I, uh, I had to take three Ubers that day. Uber number one, great lady. Loved her. She was so nice. But she almost got into a car accident. Almost died for sure in her car. Um, so we were turning right. And she just starts to fucking floor it. And then she, she like hard breaks all of a sudden. And I just, I was sitting in the back quietly like, because we've been chatting and stuff. She was real friendly. Um, but she definitely almost killed me. And then. Um, when we stopped, I offered her a beverage and she was like, oh no, no, I already had a coffee today. I was like, are you sure? Like it's free. A beverage? You were just like, take this shot? No, at Starbucks. Oh. I, I offered a coffee. You, I was gotta, like, you gotta specify when you say beverage. You know, cause I work at the coffee shop. So I was like, hey, like, do you want a coffee? It was like a little tip. I like I still, that you mentioned what, which coffee shop it was. And then immediately went like, yeah, yeah. At the coffee shop. Like we didn't know. Cause every time I mentioned Starbucks, I just want to say like my thoughts oh. and views don't represent the company in any way, shape or form. Um, but. So I gave her a little coffee. She she was like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'll take one for later. So I got her a little coffee real quick. She's very appreciative. Yeah, so I take my second Uber. Guy doesn't talk at all. And he drove fast as fucking, like, barely. I don't know. That, that one was, was weird. But we got there. Uber on the way back was a man from Turkey. He was very nice. <laughs> he was playing Turkish music. It was great. It was very beautiful music. Um, I... I, it wasn't like a pop music. I can only ken it to like maybe some classical, but like they were singing in Turkish. It was very beautiful. Um, and he was telling me all about like Turkey and like living here. And he said he had just lost his job and how long he's been driving. And it was just a good moment. But um, yeah, I definitely almost died like four times that day because Uber drivers, I don't know if you've ever been in an Uber, but Uber drivers are fucking crazy. Like they don't give a shit. <laughs> Did we ever talk about the... Uh, Uber driver that we had 
coming back from the uh, Taylor Swift concert? No, I don't think so. I don't know if we did or not. So I don't we think were, so. We were in Houston for a T Swift. She's concert. great. I loved her. Yeah, I had to convince Ripley to go, uh, but. I had to beg him to go favorite. because I love Taylor Swift and the tickets whoa, were so whoa, expensive. Whoa. Don't be flipping the narrative on the folks like that, all right? Mm-hmm. I've been a T-Swifty fan for a long time. So no, right? you haven't. Don't lie to me. Like you literally this. used to make fun of me for liking and her. <clears throat> that's not true. I make fun of you for everything. Your point is no one's about Okay. Okay, go on. <laughs> so I was like, yo, girl. We got these T Swift tickets. You gonna go with me? Tickets, And we, she was like, "You gonna go with me?" And she's like, "No, nah, I can't go that weekend." And I was like, "No, nah, we going that weekend." She's That's like, "No, nah, we happened. can't go that weekend." And I was like, "No, nah, we going that weekend." It's in Houston. We going. And you were like, "How far is Houston?" And I was like, "Don't worry about it. We going." I'll he drove. Drive. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and we get there and we're like, "Let's just Uber there because why not?" So we no, okay, Ubered. no. The reason behind Ubering is we got there and we witnessed like oh, three car accidents I, within we thirty were... minutes of driving into Houston. It was ridiculous. Yeah, we we were driving around for yeah, like she said, maybe half an hour. There were three accidents in front of us, and I was like, I don't want to drive anymore <laughs> in this city. Like Houston, I don't know what y'all so are on, but there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we were there. Concert was great. Ripley just had an okay time. And uh, no, I, I cried. I loved it. It was great. It was. I can't <laughs> believe I can't experience that twenty four seven. And so we were leaving. Or I guess we were trying to leave is more accurate. It was like being cattle. Like there were so and, many fucking people. Well, we finally get out to where all the Ubers were lined up and the app <laughs> just the app just kept crashing. Like it wouldn't let us through because I guess there were so many people trying to get Ubers out of there that it just wouldn't let us through. And, and then, then Jordan almost point, got into a fight with a security guard. That's not true. All right. I almost got arrested, but I didn't get into a fight. No, I thought you we were going to punch that guy. Like, I was worried. I was not going to punch him. I was going to stand there until he did something. Then I was going to defend myself against some random <laughs> mall cop. Like, you think Paul Blart's going to fucking intimidate me? No. Nah. He was on such a fucking nah. power trip. It was ridiculous. Nah. None of the other security guards were acting like he was. No, he was standing. Okay. So he was yelling at everyone to move down like 100 feet. And for no was, fucking reason, it would have no not reason. helped anything. It's like the people standing 100 feet over there all together or the people spread out across this whole area would not have made any difference. Like it didn't it didn't make any difference to anyone except this guy. He kept yelling about it. And at one point, he, I refused to move and I was just standing still trying to get the Uber app to work on my phone. And he came up and he was within like a foot of my ear. Hey, I don't even was, think it was that. There was less than he that. Was, like he they was were yelling almost nose to nose. He was yelling straight into my ear until finally he goes, that means you, sir. And he touched me and I turned and I said, what are you going to do about it? And he and he stopped me. He goes, you need to move down. I said, or what? Are we all going to die if I stand here? Are you going to shoot me? And it was and at then, that point, the tone in Jordan's voice, I was like, I need to do something. I, said, well, <laughs> I turned to him. I said, or oh, what? Are we all going to die? Are you going to shoot me if I don't fucking move 100 feet that way? And at that point, she grabbed me and says, we, we need to leave. And she just started grab, like dragging me away. And I was like, I wanted to stand still. Yeah. See, what this, see what you're going to do. What are you going to do? You're going to ban me from Taylor Swift concerts? Like, Good you know, luck. you know that feeling when you know like, something you bad could happen? Like, like <laughs> there's like that mounting tension and people are getting upset. And you're like, OK, something's going to happen. Like, that's how I felt. I was like, let's just walk across the street and try to get an Uber away from all these people. Like, like let's just go like. It's yeah. not worth it. So this anyway, shit. we eventually we we made it across. We were in the parking lot of this restaurant, and uh, I was calling this Uber. 
I finally have like twenty percent phone battery left. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I finally get uh get a hold of one. She calls me and she's like, "All right, where y'all at?" And I was like, "Oh, we're on the corner of this and this. We're outside the uh, whatever this restaurant, restaurant is. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember the name." She's like, "All right, I'll be there in a little bit." Yeah, she's like, well, she said, all right, I'll be there in like five minutes. I'm like, okay. Well, and at one point she called and she's like, I'm not going to drop your ride. I know a lot of people have been dropping rides today, yeah, but I'm not was, dropping your ride. She was very reassuring. She's like, I accepted your ride. That means I'm going to be there. Do not. She's like, don't cancel on me. I'm not canceling on you. I'm going to be there. And I was like, all I right, loved that's her very reassuring. So much. Yeah. She was awesome energy. Yeah. And to give backstory, we had gotten an Uber before this. Like it had been confirmed. And then the guy called Ripley and said, where are you? And we were like, yeah, we're at the arena. And he goes, okay, hung up and then canceled the ride. I was so upset and by I was that. like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. So anyway, she called me and she's like, I'm not going to cancel on you. You don't cancel on me. I'll be there in like five minutes. And I was like, sounds good. We will be here. She calls me back like five minutes later. She goes, they blocked off the road. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, the route I normally take to get over there is blocked off. I'm going around, but I'm on my way. Don't cancel. I said, I can see you on the map. I see you coming this way. We'll be right here when you get here. She goes, all right, all right, all right. I'll be there. And she hung up again. <laughs> then she calls me back a third time. She goes, I'm coming up. I'll be there in about a minute. And she goes, son of a bitch, two minutes. And I was like, two <laughs> minutes? I was like, whoa, what happened? She goes, fucking red light, last minute bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, all right, well, we're, we're going to be here either way. She's like, yeah, I just hate lying to people. This red light's making me a liar. <laughs> I was she like, was great. I was like, okay, all right, all right. So she pulls up. We get in. She's like, how you guys doing? We're like, whew, we almost got in a fight. It was a whole thing. I had to calm Ripley down. She almost got in a fight. Yeah, weird. okay. I was And <laughs> she's like, all right, well, where are you going? She saw it we on the map. We told her our hotel and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the hotel. She's like, all right, hold on. And she started booking she it. She was going like fucking she 50 was, and a 35. She was driving. And at one point, she's like, you know what? I don't understand. And I was like, what? And she's like, why are all these lines all over the road? <laughs> and she was swerving and I was all like, over Li the I was like, lines? What do you mean lines? And she's like, like, she's like, like all these markings on the road. And I'm like, you mean like the lanes? And she's like, yeah, just let me drive like I need to to get places. And I'm like, like you need to to get places? Hold on. She was literally like it, oh, over half of the ride back to the hotel. She was in two lanes at the same time. It was funny. And then if she saw a car, she would just move slightly to the right. Not enough to like get in like the left lane to pass them. Just enough to where she wouldn't like hit them. <laughs> like she was still in the right lane, but mostly in the left lane. And then would pass somebody and then get back like towards the center and just kind of go back and forth. And then she missed... She missed the turn in for our hotel and she goes, oh, shoot, that was it back there and stops like just full stops <laughs> in the middle of this road. And she goes, ah, this is close enough to a chicken lane and just turns around like full U-turn middle of the street. And we we're like, OK, drove back the other way and goes, oh, here it is. Like she didn't just forget where it was. My favorite part was she gave us her phone number. I think I still have it. She goes, you guys ever back in Houston, you text me. I'll give you a, a, she goes, you text me and you text me what Uber wants to charge you and I'll charge you half the rate. And that way you can just pay me half the, the price and I'll get you where you need to go. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do that and all she'll the time. And she'll give money that way. Yeah, she's like, that's what she told us. She's like, yeah, how much did you pay uh, Uber? It was like almost a hundred bucks. I think. No, it was 80. She said, how much did you pay Uber for this ride? And I said, 80. She goes, man, they're only giving me like 35 bucks less than half and i was like man that's crazy she's like yeah next time here's my number next time you're in houston give me a call see if i'm ubering 
if I am, just let me know. I'll give you that. I'll give you 50% off. You give it straight to me and we don't have to tell Uber. And I was like, you bet. I got you. <laughs> Listen, okay. DoorDash, speaking of like similar things, DoorDash tipping system, very confusing. Do you use DoorDash? Too much, Lily. Um, so the other day I bought food, oh. got it sent to work. I was thinking of Uber Eats. Go ahead. I got it sent <laughs> to work, right? I had yeah. tipped them like five bucks, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to increase my tip to $8. Because you can you can set an initial tip to like bait the hook of like give me my food yeah like like you know and then and then after they deliver it you're like that was really fast or that was really good or you followed my instructions here's an extra couple bucks yeah so I was like oh I'll increase their tip by like three bucks to eight dollars that's okay as just as a side note uh, when I was DoorDashing that was the best fucking feeling all right (laughs) like you would deliver something and then you go off and then like and go to another delivery or wherever. Or just sitting in a parking lot waiting for another order to come in. And it'd be like, ding, so-and-so increased your tip. And they left you a, a review. And you would click on it. And it was like you got an extra two bucks. And they were like, speedy service. Really, really job well done. Or like, follow my orders to a T. It was great. I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. I just, so, you know, I anyway, I understand how annoying it is. And mm-hmm. most of the time when I'm getting DoorDash, it's because it's like raining or snowing or something. And so I feel bad for even ordering. So I was like, I'll increase their tip to $8. So the way DoorDash does it, instead of increasing their tip from five to eight dollars, it tipped them an additional eight dollars, mm-hmm. and you can't like undo it. Oh, like you wanted to increase it by three, but instead yeah, you increased so it increased it by eight dollars. I was like, well, congrats, dude! You've just won like I guess a twelve dollar tip. I don't know math really. What is that? Twelve dollars eight plus five. Eight plus five is that what you're thirteen? Thirteen dollars. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> eight plus four is 12 okay but yeah <clears throat> and i've been watching a lot of really good movies lately because I, I worked a 15 hour shift and i was so exhausted i just ended up watching movies all the next day what? and so i watched this movie called nocebo i can't stop thinking about it that movie like it was good it fucked me up in the head and so i was kind of reluctant to watch it because it was talking about a filipino nanny and then I started watching it, and it was made in conjunction with the Philippines. Like, they they made this with, um, you know, these movie people. And basically, like, it starts out, and it doesn't give you any context. Okay, just as a side note, you told me this description last night, and you started the story with, okay, real quick, here's what happened. It is not a quick story. It's not a super quick story. It's like a podcast. ten. It's, fine. it's like a ten minute description. Have you ever seen Parks and Rec, where the episode, the episode where uh, they're at a party and the TV or like the movie goes out or whatever it is? So Chris Pratt, he's standing up there, and he acts out an entire movie. That's how I felt. It was incredible and fun and funny at the same time. So it's about this fashion designer. She makes kids clothing and it doesn't give you any context. It shows her husband. It shows that she doesn't really spend enough time with her kids and her husband. Her marriage is kind of on the rocks, but then it shows her at this thing and at this fashion show, she gets a call in the middle of it. And all you hear her say is like, they're pulling bodies out and you know, something terrible has happened. And then she sees this dog with ticks all over it. And one of the ticks bites her. She freaks out. The dog disappears. It's like a hallucination. Yeah. Cuts to like eight months later. She's very, very, very ill. Um, they don't know why. They can't figure anything out. 
And suddenly one day this like Filipino woman, Diana, shows up on her steps and is like, oh, you called me to be your nanny. And the main character is like, yeah, I don't remember that. But, you know, I have memory problems because of my illness. So she lets her in. TLDR, um, Diana's daughter died in a really, really bad fire in the Philippines. Like, it was like the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire, basically. She and her daughter were there working in this, like, factory, making clothing for this woman's fashion brand. And Diana left to go get water for her daughter. And when she came back, the building was in flames and her daughter was dead. And she basically had to watch her daughter's body, like, melt off her bones. So she came to America to get revenge on the woman, and she was like, the whole illness was just in her head, um, and her guilt over being the reason that these people died, and then Diana just fucking kills her. But what got to me the most in this movie is Diana is called like a, let me look it up, I don't want to be offensive, it's called like an umu or something like that. I don't want to say the wrong term though, since it's cultural, so I, let me look it up. It's a Nubwabu. I just read it. <clears throat> Go on. What's it called? We're not going to be insensitive about it. We're just going to be racist about it. Maybe sexist? Did you look up Uwu? I said I looked up Umu. I don't remember what the word is, so I'm trying to look up to see if it would tell me what. Ooh. Oh, both. She was beautiful. a Ongo? <laughs> that's not even close that's to what, what you said. That's not what they said in the movie, though. That's not even close to what that's you said. That's not what they said in the movie. This, so Wikipedia says Ongo, but basically um, it is a witch who has great powers, can, like, hear the plants and the planet and, like, understand what everything does and how to heal people. And Diana's family exploited that when she was young and used it to make money. So Diana was helping her heal from this tick bite, but... Diana was the whole reason she was sick to begin with. Like, she used her witch powers to make this, like, tick bite her and make her sick so that she would understand how much she fucked up her family. But Diana became an Ongo by watching one die, and this, like, weird little bird creature came out of its mouth and jumped into Diana. That's, like, the soul of the Ongo. And then Diana chooses to pass that on to the main character's daughter by telling her, oh, we'll be together forever. If you go outside into the garden and look up, you'll see me and we'll be together forever. So the girl goes outside. She looks up. Diana's there. Commits suicide by jumping off the building, kills herself, and the ongo bird thing crawls out of her mouth and into the little girl's mouth. And then that's like basically the end of the movie. It was really fucked up. I never saw any of the twists coming. Like, it was done really well. The filming was cool. Like, I really liked it. Um, And then that led me to watch Sanctuary as well, which I fucking loved. Like, 10 out of 10, Sanctuary is what Fifty Shades of Grey should have been. Like, the acting, the chemistry, I liked it a lot. I feel like they saved... What what was the budget for that movie? That's what I want to know. For Sanctuary? Yes. Because there was such little... uh, like scenery like they didn't go hardly anywhere you know uh is it based off a book no no that's just the wikipedia uh i would have thought that would have been based on a book right 
there, there's nothing that says what the budget for it was. But basically, the whole movie takes place within like one apartment. In a, like a like a penthouse, a, a penthouse apartment, hotel room ish kind of look. It, that was not a hotel room. There were way too many things that could be thrown in that room. Like if you're ever in an actual hotel room, you can't just take things off the wall like that. Like every painting, everything is nailed or screwed to the wall. But he was able to just anyway. No, actually, that was one of my favorite parts though, because like I think you know, like the whole movie is about a power struggle between this couple. This man who's a CEO of a hotel company and his dominatrix that he hires to humiliate him. And it's about them struggling for power. And there's times where you think, oh, he actually might be the dominant one. Like, he's going to kill her. He's, like, being violent. But she flips it on him every time. And I think it's so cool. The movie came out in... Where the heck is that? Hold on. It was a Toronto International Film Festival movie in 2022 is when it initially came out. And then it was released in May of 2023 in the United States. It only made $775,000. You know what I hate? I hate that they judge movies like that based on how much they make. Like, maybe if you stopped giving movies, like, these billion-dollar budgets, you wouldn't have to expect them to make a lot of money, and you could just make stories. Well, that's what it is, too, is, like, because it was originally, like, released at the film festival, a lot of those films are lower-budget films. Like, they're not expected to make, like, hundreds of millions at the box office. Uh, I just don't know. I don't think that there's an exact number for their their actual budget. Um, and I really liked the actress in it. Like, I think she played the part really well. And I've seen her in other things, but I couldn't remember her name. Her name's Margaret Qualley. What else has she been in? She's been in... She's a model. Uh, boy, this is not as exciting as IMDb, is it? What's her name? Because, <clears throat> like I said, I've definitely seen her in things. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up on IMDb. It's much easier to look at it this way. So, she has been in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Phosphordon, Kenzo World, Noviet. She, I, nothing like crazy popular. Poor Things, Stars at Noon, Made. Rainsford. Oh, that's where I've seen her, and I've seen Made. Made is really good. TV miniseries? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's um, it's about like a woman who has to become a maid to escape an abusive relationship with her child. Mm. It is so. She's a great actress, honestly. She's a voice actor in Death Stranding. Nice. Hmm. Strange but true. Adam. Native son. Io. She was in Io. We've watched Io. Yeah, we have. So maybe that's where we've seen her before. Leftovers, uh, the nice guys. Hmm. I'm glad she's getting her big break. Then, like, I I enjoy her acting, and she's got a nice <laughs> voice. Like, I just like the way. I don't it know sounds. what big break. Seven hundred and seventy-five grand for a movie is not a big break necessarily. I mean, if you come from like filming nothing and like basic series, there, nobody sees. Yeah, but like her voice at like Death Stranding made more money than that's true. Than, but than she probably didn't make as much from Death Stranding as she, she did from Sanctuary. Maybe not because she was a co-star in, in and, well, and I mean, there's but, also like bigger. There's like a ton of voice actors in video games, and they right, don't make right. A lot. But I'm saying, like in like the the in like the large scale of projects, if you're a minor role in an incredibly large project, or if you're a major role in a tiny project, you'll get more recognition from the minor role in a large project if you do that role well. That's true. So like that's what I'm saying. Like she got she probably she. 
may have gotten more recognition from the role in Death Stranding as her voice actor or voice actress than the role in Sanctuary, mm-hmm. depending on who saw it or, you know, who was reviewing it or whatever. I think you'd like Made, though. Like, that's really good. It's funny and dramatic at the same time. You know, like, they balance it really well. What's it about? Um, this woman, just her husband's, like, abusing her. Not, like, super physically, but there's, like, one night where he starts throwing shit at her, and she's, like... I don't want my child to grow up in this environment. So she chooses to leave him. Like there's one point where social services is like, no, you are being abused. Cause she's like, you know, I don't want to take resources away from people who are being actually abused. And her social worker is like, what does that mean? Actually abuse. Um, But it's just about her and she has to get a job as a maid in order to survive. And it's about like the places she cleans. It's based on a real story. Like this woman's book she made about being a maid and being poor. Um, But it's really good. And yeah. I haven't finished it, but I watched the first few episodes. I also have decided I'm going to get my MFA in creative writing. What does that stand for? Um, It is your, what is it called? Bachelor, Masters of Fine Arts. Ah, it doesn't stand for motherfucker. No. Oh. Masters of Fine Arts. I just, I want to write and I, I want, I miss school. I miss do you miss school? What I miss out school is my creative writing classes. I think you miss like the structured environment of which to progress. I think that's what it is because it's much easier to make progress when there's due dates and like suspenses and times like when you need to and when you're getting feedback mm-hmm. on it than it is to just write for yourself and feel like you have to do it be- like for yourself. You know but what I mean? I-, I miss having like that structure and that feedback, but then also for like creative writing programs, this one, they'll help you write a full book, but then you get to workshop that with all the other people you're in class with. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to try and find those resources on your own. Like you will have other people to edit for you. That's nice too. Yeah. And I just, I want to be an author so bad. Like I want you to be an author so bad. Grows. That way I can just be a house husband and I would love that. Look, that's it. That's, I would that's love that. I mean. You'll just sleep in. I'll clean everything. You'll wake up. You'll write for a little while. You'll You'll serve me lunch? I don't know about that, but like (laughs) maybe like a breakfast dinner. We can we can negotiate the contract. We'll negotiate. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about that. But uh (laughs) But yeah, I just it's I already wrote my whole personal statement. I don't know if it's good. You should read it. Um I still have to write my writing sample because I have to write submit an eight to twelve page writing sample. I just don't know what I should write. Do they give you like a prompt on it or no? It's just like write whatever you want, like uh, whatever genre you're interested in. Well, that's pretty cool. Probably whatever genre you're like going for in the class, but the stuff I write tends to be a little dark and sexy, and I'm like, is that appropriate to submit <laughs> to like a writing sample? But I actually really want to show you my personal statement. I feel like it's really good, but I want somebody else to read over it to be like, yeah, it is. Other than that, I haven't been doing much. Um, I started watching Overlord today, but I fell asleep, so I don't know what happened. And then I finished my house in The Sims. Oh, my God, it's so big. There's, like, five floors, and I made a family to go in it, and it's so hard keeping track of all of them. I'm like, what is going on here? They don't do anything. (laughs) But I'm excited to keep playing. I I literally spent so many hours of my life building this, like, ranch farm thing. Um, and it's gorgeous, but I haven't posted it on the gallery because I'm scared. What if people don't like it? 
But yeah, that's about much what I've been doing. Other than that, like I've just been watching movies, doing my best. Yeah, I think that is about all we have time for today. I know it's a little bit shorter, but like I said, we got some other stuff we got to take care of and it's already pretty late. So if you did enjoy this episode, we hope you give us a like, follow, subscribe, share, whatever you want to do. If not, you can fuck off. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for I, returning for season two. We've really we, had a great time making videos and stories for you. Yes. We hope you have fun. We know we did. And like I said, we're we're trying to get a little bit back into the swing of things as far as making little shorts, making YouTube videos. It's just a little difficult. Sorry, uh, I'm mentally between, ill. In between uh, working and planning this wedding and getting everything going. Uh, but we will be still dedicated to y'all and the podcast as we move forward. So I hope you look forward to that. You I hope you had fun. I know we did. And we will see you next time. Goodbye.